You're listening to Midlife State of Mind Podcast, hosted by Aaron Beadle and Belinda Fleming, two gals who dish on all the challenges and opportunities that come with this middle section of your life. Each episode, you'll find yourself going between laughter and tears as they cover all the topics you need to know about midlife. Welcome back to Midlife State of Mind. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. And Belinda Fleming. Thank you for joining in today. We are so grateful for you and hope that you are following us weekly. Each podcast episode drops every Wednesday, so click the subscribe button so that you will get notifications weekly. We love for you guys to follow us and we'd love to hear from you too. If you like one of the episodes, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating and a review. We really appreciate all of our listeners seeing those numbers each week and seeing all the different countries of people tuning in. It just gives us joy. And you can visit our website, midlifestateofmindpodcast.com. You can learn more about Belinda, learn more about myself, and about our upcoming retreat in Italy. Today we're talking about assumptions, why we make them, why it's detrimental to us, and how we can keep from making them. So it's really interesting if you think about that almost everything you tell yourself is an assumption. Almost everything. Not everything because sometimes we're revisiting the past. So the past has already happened. Obviously, that's not an assumption. But if you aren't really grounded in the present moment, then there is this trap that you can fall into of assuming what is about to happen what is going to happen into the future. And this is very powerful and it can be to our detriment. It is Our imagination is very powerful. And if we are using our energy to continually make assumptions, we actually are not offering ourselves the true reality of living our best life because we're skewing the scenarios that we anticipate happening with our own viewpoint. Does that make sense? Yes. And it's human nature. I think we always are looking at things from our perspective. A lot of times people make assumptions because it's a shortcut when we don't have firsthand knowledge. And so we'll assume what other people think. But when we do that, that's preventing us from really taking the time to find out what they really think. And then we may not recognize that our assumptions are keeping us from learning or seeing the truth about others and about ourselves, especially about ourselves. And basically it's creating a lot of unnecessary drama in our mind, right? We can't have this inner peace if we're constantly jumping to conclusions, if we're constantly making these big assumptions and taking them personally. A lot of times when you are creating stories in your mind, it's because you have taken something personally and that causes suffering, right? Everything that's happening to us that we think is happening to us from another person is very rarely about us. I think most of the time it's not. But I mean, we want to think because again, as humans, we exist as the center of our universe. Our children are the center of our universe and then they begin to believe they are the center of the universe. Yeah, that's a whole different And then it just keeps, and then you become... Then you grow up and think you're the center of the universe. (laughs) It's funny because I was talking to somebody yesterday about, actually it was when I was getting my hair done and I was talking to my hairdresser and she's an adorable girl. And we were talking about the princess mentality which this is a different topic, but about how people will 
and I was at the post office and this lady was returning 15 dresses and her daughter had bought 15 different dresses for homecoming to try on and she was returning them all because she got the one she wanted and she's like anything for my princess and I'm like oh my gosh you're creating a monster I'm just thinking to myself she's gonna think that she's the center of the universe mm-hmm. and I mean it's, it's really I think doing a detriment and a disservice to your children when you make them believe that they are the center of the universe because then they do make assumptions and people often make assumptions in their personal life in their work life you know like if you get passed over from a promotion at work you'll jump to the conclusion that the reason you got passed over is because you're not good at your job or if you have a friend or you might think that the other person doesn't deserve it that you well you always are going to think that I watch Chopped a lot it's a cooking show where they have three sections to this competition and what always kills Jeff and I is when somebody's cut and they say, well, I think my dish was better. Well, first off, you didn't taste other people's dishes. And these are trained judges who are doing the judging. But of course, you, you take it personally. Right. I just returned from leading a yoga retreat in the Blue Ridge Mountains this past weekend. And our theme was surrounding the four agreements. And so... That is what prompted me to talk about assumptions and share that with you. And you're like, yeah, this is definitely a great topic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just wanted to share a few things from the wisdom book, The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. And he states that assumptions are nothing more than lies that we are telling ourselves. This creates a big drama for nothing because we don't really know if something is true or not. So making assumptions is all about thinking we think too much and thinking leads to the assumptions. Just thinking what if can create a huge drama in our lives. Every human can think a lot and thinking like that, what if this happens? What if that happens can bring a lot of fear. And so we have no control over all that thinking and all the symbols that we distort. And if we could just stop thinking and start communicating and asking questions and being grounded in the present moment of what is reality. So it's really interesting that humans have a need to explain and justify everything and we have a need for knowledge. And because of that, we tend to make assumptions to fill in the spaces, to fill in the blanks of needing to know. And so if I have to wait to discuss something with you, let's say I'm not going to see you until next Tuesday, and I have to really kind of keep thinking, mulling over what it is I'm wanting to talk with you about. Can you imagine how much drama I'm creating by overthinking? Right. You're going to already have played out the whole scenario in your brain and like how it's going to go. And because our brains are designed to make assumptions to look for patterns. And it goes back to your reptilian brain, the amygdala, that is always searching for danger. And so when you are making these assumptions, it's a knee-jerk response because you're just trying to fill in those patterns. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that people set up like it's not an evil thing or they're not doing it. It's a protective thing. It and, is. And, and we don't even realize sometimes that it has become so prominent in our everyday thinking. And that's that's why we're doing the episode today. Just Definitely. food for thought. So if we don't make assumptions, guess what? We can focus our attention on the truth. We can focus um, not on what we think the truth is. Then we can see life as it is. And boy, isn't that the yoga? We talk about yoga. Yoga is the yoking of mind, body, and spirit. And it is the letting go of labeling and judging and it is really about being with what is 
And so if we can stop making assumptions, then we can actually focus on the truth. It's really interesting. The point today that we want to drive home is don't make assumptions. And if you catch yourself doing it, maybe jot it down and not for any reason other than just to practice some self-awareness of how often are, are you doing it. There's actually a little exercise that I utilized this weekend with the yogis that were on the retreat and I wanted to share it and it is really interesting and it's kind of fun. So focusing your attention on your assumptions just for the purpose of catching yourself when you make an assumption and not for judgment as I said but really just for you to notice how often are you doing it. So this exercise of when you catch yourself making an assumption and you jot it down or either speak it out loud, this is really just an exercise for you to practice an awareness of what you're doing and not to beat yourself up. And then step two is now flip the script. Flip this idea of whatever you just assumed for each scenario that you're assuming, turn it the opposite direction and put yourself in their shoes, his or her shoes, and write down or speak out loud what the other person might believe. You want to do it in a very objective, mindful way. Then this is an exercise on perspective and acknowledging that other people's views aren't necessarily like our views, but when we're assuming and creating a story in our head, guess what we're doing? We're projecting our view for our perspective. We're also role-playing our view from their perspective, and that is not how it is. That's not the reality of, of how it is. Now, then the very last thing about this exercise is when you catch yourself assuming Challenge yourself by noticing it. What's the story you're telling yourself? And then say it out loud, a funny variation of putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So, you know, your friend Jane, she is stuck in traffic and someone cuts her off. What would be a funny scenario to assume instead of that person is an absolute ass? They're about to, they're about to poop their pants. And so, <laughs> That's funny, yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, well, they must be having a diarrhea emergency. <laughs> or Jane hasn't called you. And so instead of you thinking like, oh, she must not love me anymore. She isn't calling me. You think, no. Jane has been abducted by aliens and she's been taken to the mothership and now she's having to serve them pancakes and bacon because the Martians love breakfast food. <laughs> Instead of thinking like, oh, why hasn't she called me? What did I do wrong? Did I make her mad? Did I do something? You know, we always... So guess what? You have just taken an assumption that is now it's funny and it's dissipated whatever negative emotion I was going to say, you dissipate to. that energy that you're giving it and turn it into something that's just so ridiculous that you have to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting exercise if you want to maybe take the next couple of days and just really be reflective on, am I doing this? Well, that's, I think, what is important when you said about it's self-awareness is the first step in noticing when you do that. Once you start to notice, you can't ever make any change if you're not aware of it. Mm -hmm. So you can't hold people accountable for things if they're not aware that they're doing it. And so by us saying this, maybe it'll have you listeners really pay attention to when you make assumptions and not take things as personally when you're out in your daily world. And we said when somebody cuts you off in traffic, you're not going to say they're just a big giant turd. Instead, you're like, oh my gosh, they must be having a bathroom emergency. Right. Instead. Or they're, 
they're on the way to the hospital. They just got a really bad call about something right. terrible. It could be anything. Or their wife's having a baby. And that takes out this whole idea of making it personal because we're thinking they just cut me off and, and then you hold on to all of this road rage. Instead of trying to look at every single encounter as an aggression against you personally. Well, that brings me to the next point. What is the benefit to assuming? Does it confirm a story in your head about how the other person feels about you? What are we doing? Making it personal, right? So, or does it confirm a story about how you feel about them? And again, that's personal. Are you creating stories that aren't really steeped in the truth and reality based on your feelings or maybe something you're holding on to, a hurt that happened, and you're not able to clearly see the truth for what it is, just like the cooking show. They're they're unable to see the truth of the criticism that they're being given. Right. Well, there's a block up when you have that block of what, you know, you only have your own, your lens is only focused on yourself. And, and, and not also on the truth. some people are very scared of the truth. Don't you agree? They would rather their story stick to their story of what they think it is than investigate and find out the truth. Well, could because be. it could upset their beliefs. If it's a belief system that they've held on to. It's funny, I read a little anecdote the other day and just between a husband and a wife and her husband comes home from work and then they spend some time together and she feels like he's being distant and she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing's wrong. And so she's made up this whole story. He doesn't love me. He's done this. He's he's having an affair or he's fallen out of love with me, yada, yada, yada. And then, and he's over there going, motorcycle won't start. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we have to really be careful about jumping to conclusions and jumping to assumptions. And so by really first recognizing them, and like you said, either writing them down or speaking them out loud and looking for assumptions of all shapes and sizes. So it could be really big assumptions or really small assumptions. Mm -hmm. And then asking good questions too, to help us move forward past the assumption, like you said, looking at challenging what you consider to be the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, are you willing to let yourself... Are you willing to let go of that story to have a real conversation and then establish what the truth is? Right. Once you understand that the beliefs and the point of view of that other people use to see the world has nothing to do with you, then you really stop taking everything so personally. Then you no longer even try to take it personally. And this awareness is what makes you immune to what other people think about you or say about you. And you've said this before on other episodes that what people think of you isn't my business. Yes. That is an interesting, powerful question that you can ask yourself is what if I don't need to know the answer about this person slash situation? How much stress could I relieve myself of by just agreeing that in this moment, I don't need to know. It really will free up a lot of mental energy that you're expending on something that may or may not even be the truth. Instead, you just are letting it go. And then if it is something that is very important, then be willing to have the conversation. Be willing to personally sit down with this person and get the facts straight, not making these leaps of assumptions and blowing it out of proportion or adding drama where there isn't even any Where there any isn't drama, drama yeah. right? Being willing to see it for what it really is. So finding the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want and communicating with others as clearly as you can because that will avoid misunderstandings. It will avoid unmet expectations. It will minimize drama. And this is just 
one of the agreements of the four agreements that reduce human suffering. And so these are, they sound simple, don't make assumptions, but we know that is, oh boy, it's it's a deep unpacking to decide if you are doing that and how to break the habit of doing that. One, even if you don't break the habit, if you notice that you do it, but you realize that you're doing it mm-hmm. and you just say, I can say to myself, Aaron, you're making an assumption. And so I recognize it and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not going to do it again, but I'm aware of it. And so I'm reminding myself that what you're doing is making an assumption and that awareness is just going to help me. Well, it's going to transform your life. It yeah. really will. Well, again, it's, it's going to free up mental energy for me mm-hmm. because I'm not going to have made these assumptions. And we're learning to control our own behavior. We're emotionally regulating. We're staying connected to what is reality. You know, a coping mechanism is to live in a fantasy land. And you were talking about the princess dresses. That's a fantasy, right? We aren't in England. We don't have princesses and princes and kings and queens, you know. So Have you ever been obsessed with the royal family? I, this is a side I note. do. I do like all of that. Like, See, I don't. I'm not. There's a term for it. I can't remember what it is. But it's never been. Like I never I dreamed about being a princess like a lot of little girls. That's funny. I always wanted to, you know, be a heart surgeon. So I never dreamed about being a princess. And then I decided that I couldn't handle the side of blood. So. Yeah, so basically being mindful, just again, it always comes back. I know that if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, you probably think, yes, we know that. You girls have said that. It is all about mindfulness and just really gaining self-awareness. And it's finally at, you know, almost 53 years old that I'm really, really tapping into that concept Mm -hmm. of self-awareness. I wish I had learned this in my 20s. And I mean, you know, hindsight is 20 The teacher shows up when the student is ready. You wouldn't have been ready in your 20s so (laughs) so here's a funny example you're walking in the mall and you see a person that you like the person turns to you and smiles and then walks away you can make a lot of assumptions just because of this one interaction with these assumptions you can create a whole fantasy and you really want to believe this fantasy and make it real a whole dream begins to form just from your assumptions and you can believe oh this person really likes me in your mind a whole relationship begins from that. Maybe you even get married in this fantasy land. But this fantasy is in your head. It is a dream. So making assumptions in our relationships is really asking for problems. Often we make the assumption that our partners know what we think and that we don't have to say what we want. We assume that they're going to do what we want because they know us so well. And if they don't do what we assume they should do, then we feel hurt by it and they should have known. Another example is you decide to get married and you make the assumption that your partner sees marriage the same way you do. Then you live together and guess what? You find out this is not true. This creates a lot of conflict. You still don't try to clarify your feelings because you're just still wanting to hold this fantasy. Uh, Yes, you're holding the fantasy. Husband comes home from work and the wife is mad. The husband doesn't know why. Maybe it's because the wife made an assumption. Without telling him what she wants, she makes an assumption that he knows her so well. It's what we just talked about. But by getting upset and by creating this story, boy, doesn't that lead to a lot of fights, a lot of difficulties, and a lot of misunderstandings. So in any kind of relationship that we make assumptions of what the other person might know or think, we're 
basically taking ourselves off the hook by not having real conversations with them. That's exactly what it is. Oftentimes, I think being brave enough to have the conversation and vulnerable enough to have the conversation is just too difficult and it just makes us squirm and we don't want to do it. So we'd rather just continue on with the easier path of making assumptions and taking things personally because we just don't want to have to do the hard work. You can't, especially in your intimate relationships, you have to be very careful about making assumptions just because your spouse didn't do the dishes. It wasn't a slight against you. Maybe they forgot they had every intention to. And so instead of blowing it up in your mind that my spouse doesn't love me because they didn't do the dishes, you can think that maybe they had to take care of an email or they had to take the dog outside and then they got distracted. Right. The dog went out and got off the leash and they had to go run chase the dog. Right. It could have been something so innocuous. Yes. Right. That we instead were getting all hurt that they didn't do the dishes and think because they were doing it as a dig against us. And that comes back to taking things personally. Personally. So this is also interesting. We haven't hit on this yet, but we've been talking about making assumptions about situations and about other people, right? What about this? What about are you in the habit of making assumptions about yourself and you're creating a lot of inner conflict when you tell yourself, I can't do this or I'm able to do this? So whether you're overestimating or you're underestimating yourself because you haven't taken the time to ask yourself questions and to answer them. So not only do we need to talk to whomever it is we're communicating with, guess what? Are you sitting with yourself? Are you gathering information about a situation? And are you determining what it is you want what it is your needs are, and maybe you need to stop lying to yourself about what you truly want or what you truly are involved in and how you're contributing. Boy, that is taking it to a whole nother level, isn't it? Definitely. Whoa. So often when we go into a relationship with someone, you have to justify why you like the person. You only see what you want to see and you deny that there are things that you don't like or or that need addressing. And so you lie to yourself just to make it feel like it's right then you make assumptions you know and boy it just it just it goes on and on and on yeah. yeah and then it becomes very hurtful and then you know it's just we don't need to justify love either love is there or it isn't there it, this is all directly from the four agreements and it's a great book it really is it's, it's been years since I'm, it's a very short read and easy read i'll link to the book in the show notes so that if anyone isn't familiar with the book they're able to find it just imagine a day where you aren't making assumptions and about yourself and you're not making assumptions about everyone else. You're communicating effectively and if you are unsure about someone's feelings or someone's intentions, you actually have a dialogue with them. Yeah, so maybe that's what we ask. Try to spend one day not making assumptions mm-hmm. or when they start to find themselves doing that, to just stop and have that moment to sit with it and then decide how to move forward. I agree. Well, that was great. Don't I love make assumptions. Yeah. Find the courage to ask questions. Well, and again, that, that saying I, I do think is very applicable is assumptions make an ass out of you and me because it's true. When you make assumptions... Because sometimes we get the story wrong and we all have to acknowledge we've all done that. We've all oh, created sure. some story and then it was completely off base. Yeah. Now, every now and then we get it right, but it's actually better to just to have clear and direct communication. That's what I was going to say. Instead of chancing 10% of the time only to get it right, mm-hmm. I'd rather just have the conversation. With myself and with others. Well, we thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining in. Bye now. Bye. 
This has been an E-Squared production.